are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to Breaking Barriers. If you've listened to one of our episodes, you know that the content of our shows is intentional. It feeds, it informs, and inspires you to move forward with energy and focus and break through barriers, those that are real and those that sometimes only reside within us, barriers that can keep us from moving into our purpose or living in our truth are making decisions that keep us in control of our lives. With a range of guests, Breaking Barriers explores topics America is talking about around the dinner table, on social media, and on those mobile devices that seem to be attached to us. When I delved into the work that our two guests are doing to help women heal from trauma and face the challenges life has dealt them, I was struck by how important and needed what they do is for women especially as we navigate this overwhelming time in our lives and our country. Their perspective is unique, and they have developed a practical way to help women understand how to move forward with strength, focus, and as restored people. They are the founders and leaders of GPS Life Skills. They have vast experience in life skills and life coaching, and they have invested considerable time and energies identifying innovative ways to help women become better versions of themselves. Whether you have experienced trauma or are just facing some sort of personal challenge or issue in your life, what they have to tell us today is something we can all benefit from. I'm Jennifer Giles, and this is Breaking Barriers. Renee Harrison and Lynette Samuel join us now. Welcome, ladies. I've been looking forward to this conversation. Well, thank you for having us. Thank you so much. We're excited to talk with you today. Well, I am excited to to have this conversation. And I think, um, as I said, everyone is going to hear something that I think they can apply to their own lives, no matter where they are, no matter what station, no matter what situation or circumstances they, they may be um, facing today. So I'd like to get started with uh, hearing a little bit more about each of you. And I, I think our uh, listeners really glean uh, nuggets from hearing about the stories and the journeys of our guests. So if we could start there, let's talk a little bit about your respective journeys. And I'd like to start with Lynette. Certainly. Thank you so much. Okay. Well, um, I'm an author and product innovator. Some of my products have sold nationally and receive editorial reviews in Entrepreneur, Good Housekeeping, Parents, and Women's Circle Magazine. I was a selected author for Barnes & Noble Writers Harvest. Scholastic Storyworks have purchased my work. Uh, currently, I'm a featured author for Common Lit, an online literary program for grades 3 to 12. And I have a, a small feature story in an 
current issue of Women's World magazine. I am also the founder of Apples and Silver, a movement dedicated to being intentional about making our world a better place, one word at a time. And that's just a little bit about me. Um, you mentioned that you're the author of a book as well. Uh, tell, tell me a little about the book. Well, previously, I have um, self-published uh, children's books um, rel- that relate to family, um, Daddy's T-shirt, Mommy's Hat, The Middle is the Best Part, but I mostly um, write short stories now. As I mentioned, I'm a featured author with Common Lit, and I have a little blurb coming out in a current issue of Women's World magazine. Great. Renee? Yes. <laughs> um, well, you know, I like to think of Lynette as the consummate writer and author. Um, my mm-hmm. path is somewhat different. I um, have a longstanding corporate career. I was um, primarily probably for the last three decades. I hate to think of it as like 30 years, but yeah, <laughs> it's been about 30 years. Um, I've been in corporate America. Uh, most recently, I uh, left corporate America as an HR director with GlaxoSmithKline Pharmaceuticals. Um, and um, like I said, my entire career was spent in HR. I loved every minute of that, loved working in that capacity. Um, in addition to that, I always um, maintain some sort of entrepreneurial venture interests or what have you. Mm-hmm. And um, with that, my husband and I, along with some partners, were able to establish a multi-state behavioral health agency in 2008. And then in addition to that, in 2003, or I should say prior to that, in 2003, um, my husband and I opened uh, retail pharmacies. So have a background, like I say, in human resources and have um, entrepreneurial uh background and also um, experience uh, having established healthcare businesses primarily. And so um, we recently, you know, took a step back and retired, started to assess, okay, what is it that you want to do with your life, you know? And so um, more recently, we've been doing a lot of traveling. Well, prior to COVID, we've been traveling, my husband and I, as retirees uh, for the first time in our lives, feeling like we've taken a break from, from working, so to speak. And um, just pursue community interests, things that we've always been passionate about all along, and um, doing some real estate investments, um, rehabbing properties, that sort of thing that we find to be fun. Okay, you have very interesting, but uh, different career paths. So um, I think from listening to you both, what you have done prior to this day um, was perfect for what you're doing now. But I'm interested in hearing um, with two ladies who have such different career journeys, how did your paths come together? Yeah, um, I'll, I'll begin with that. And that's a, a, a keen uh, observation. And, and we, we believe that in that um, our journey leads us to where um, we're supposed to be, where it's where we're supposed to go step by step, line upon line, precept upon precept. You don't know when you're working in a certain industry or a certain area that it's going to open another door and then another door opens. But um, as a business owner and entrepreneur, I was asked to speak to a group of women in a program uh, designed to help them recover from substance abuse. Uh, 
The basic life skills elements of that program were missing. And that speaking engagement turned into a weekly program. That weekly program turned into forming a 501c3 organization and the beginnings of implementing a full life skills program. I did serve as executive director of that nonprofit and created programs and taught courses for women who uh, were pursuing personal and professional growth. Um, And we did that through a state-funded job coach program. While in that position as executive director, I partnered with a local newspaper to publish Aspire, a periodical and resource for residents um, in our area. And with even with that periodical, we serve some of the most vulnerable urban and rural communities, promoting the importance of healthy lifestyle choices. And so I was in my area doing that. And Renee can share what she was doing in her area. And we were introduced through a, a mutual friend. Interesting. Yes. Um, you know, both Lynette and, 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 and myself, we have had experiences working with community-based programs. For the most part, you know, I was doing it on a voluntary basis in conjunction with my corporate career, just having a passion for wanting to give back. You know, our family motto is to whom much is given, much is required. So uh, back in the 90s, I think it was, my husband and I started in the Southeast area trying to help women that were public assistance recipients, wanting to help them transition from receiving public assistance to being active members of the workforce. So with that, um, he taught them computer skills, that's his background, IT, and I taught them employability skills. And so at the end of the journey, um, they actually attended classes twice a week in the evenings. Um, one woman in particular had like three or four children that she would bring along with her to, yes. uh, to the classes. She was so interested and involved and in wanting to change her life. Um, and so they were able to get the skills, the computer skills and um, the employability skills and go out and find entry level employment. And, you know, we always encourage them, don't stop there. You know, you can get in with a corporation take advantage of their tuition assistance and do whatever it is that you felt like you wanted to do as a child. You know, you don't have to stay in admin, but that's a start. You, if you want to go back to school, become a nurse or whatever, you know, this is just your way of transitioning into the workforce. And so we were able to implement those programs throughout the Southeast. And like Lynette said, a mutual friend knew of both of our interests in that regard and the work that we were doing and sort of brought us together. Um, In addition to the community-based initiatives that we did on a voluntary basis, as I said previously, my husband and I owned and operated behavioral health agencies. And what we found is that um, in hiring, you know, therapists, psychiatrists, or what have you, a lot of times, you know, they have their therapeutic modality or what have you, but, you know, the goal is to teach women 
skills, if you will, for managing the symptoms associated with the various diagnoses that they have. And so they would scour the internet trying to find materials, interactive um, programs, workshops, or what have you. And, you know, I just kept hearing, you know, not finding anything. I need more resources, need more information. And so began to develop a curriculum. Like I said, Lynette and I are both doing the same thing in our own world. And so someone brought us together knowing that we were both interested in pursuing the same types of things. Well, that takes us right into what you're doing now. Let me just say that both of your backgrounds, um, I think not only are they interesting, but they are so, um, the skills that you have acquired, the experiences, the journeys, I think have prepared you for what you are doing today so well. And I want to talk about that. So GPS life skills, please tell me about what you saw in the world, so to speak, that served as uh, an impetus for you creating GPS life skills. And um, what, let's, let's begin with uh, what GPS life skills is and what it does. And then I'd like to talk about what you saw in the world that you um, both knew what you could offer was needed. Okay, I'll um, uh, just start by saying that GPS Life Skills is a personal development course. It's uh, comprehensive. It's um, a a course of study. As Renee mentioned, um, we found that people who were working with women needed a one-stop resource, per se, and we've comprised that. We've um, put that together and developed a um, a comprehensive personal development course. As Renee mentioned, she was doing this in the Southeast where she was, and I was doing it in the Southeast where I was. And we spent a considerable amount of time, years, um, working on this and and putting um, the curriculum, if you will, together and implementing the program in our prospective areas and just helping women to move forward in, in their lives. Currently, GPS Life Skills, it's, uh, it's in digital format. We um, used to, to do this prior to um, COVID and all, uh, one-on-one or in workshops or seminars. And even before COVID, we began developing it into a, um, a digital format. And what did you see? What did you both see? I should should ask the question to both of you. What did you see in the world that that's that said to you both, this is needed? What's happening with with women and with women and and the experiences that many women are having that um, made GPS life skills needed? Mm-hmm. So we saw women that were stuck. And um, we saw ourselves in those women, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's like the journey that we take women on through our curriculum is where we've been, you know, Lynette and I, we laugh, we've been there, done that, got a Mm t-shirt, you know, because Mm -hmm. we have had those same experiences that some of the women had and we were, you know, able to get support and resources and to navigate our ways out of navigate you know out of the situation if you will you know so basically we were able to navigate our ways out of the out of the situations with with support and so what we were seeing in the world is that 
some of the women that were going through what we had been going through didn't have that support, didn't have the resources, didn't have the information. And so we felt the need to 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 make that information available, not just for the women to use themselves, but also to um, provide tools for other people that work with women in um, a helping capacity, you know, information and materials that they could use to help the women get out of the situations that we were in. You know, it's not by um, coincidence that we call it GPS. And that's about direction, you know, and so yes. we're helping people to navigate and um, gain perspective and direction for their lives. Lynette, I'd like to, um, I like to um, piggyback on what Renee has shared. And she said, we saw ourselves in those women. And that is so key for, for us. Uh, Jennifer, um, can I share a short story with you? Please. Okay. Well, once upon a time, there were two young girls, and this is part of their story. Her parents separated when she was young. She lost her mother at an early age and had to take on adult responsibilities. She suffered through domestic violence and other forms of abuse. She was raised in low-income inner-city communities, grew up in poverty, and became a welfare recipient. As a teenager, she was drugged. She suffered with bouts of depression, was diagnosed with cancer, and suffered a miscarriage. Personal loss and financial struggles were nearly crippling. She contemplated suicide. Now, Jennifer, the women depicted in this story ultimately became the creators of the GPS Life Skills Personal Development Course. And that is why Renee and I are committed and passionate about helping other women move from fear to faith in themselves and their God-given purpose. Those who do the work outlined in the program are on their road to personal and professional success. And um, other facilitators who have worked with us in the program were also wounded by incidences of sexual molestation, date rape, and divorce. And they too shared how they overcame adversity and pursued their journey of health and wholeness. And so, you know, um, this is why we are, you know, committed to the work that we do because we know that with with work, with putting in the effort, with, with putting in the t- in the time, we can move forward and uh, and be overcomers. You know, um, both of you just gave some really um, poignant stories about um, about women women who have suffered from various types of trauma, women who are. Um, just trying to navigate their way through uh, through this world and through life. Um, and the stories that you share with us, I think so many women can probably see or hear um, something in those stories that, that, that say to them, I've experienced maybe not that exact same um, circumstance, but certainly um, something that has challenged me. And this is why I wanted to um, talk with you both. This is why I wanted our listeners to hear from you both. We are living in a world that is complex. And I think over the past year and a half, as we have battled through this protracted pandemic and its ensuing effects, you are probably seeing um, more of a need 
for what you do than ever. Could you talk about how the pandemic and um, the, some of the mental health issues that many people, including our children, are experiencing now and how GPS life skills is, is working to um, help them in that journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned it, you know, um, COVID-19, this pandemic, quarantine, this has been traumatic. You know, so for people who have not experienced trauma in the past, we are all experiencing some form of it now. You know, isolation, um, mental health services, the need for mental health services is at an all-time high. People who have never described themselves as being depressed are feeling depression, um, you know, and people are going through, you know, economic um, yes. impact. So it's just every aspect of your life, you know, um, has been impacted by, you know, COVID-19 pandemic. And, um, you know, we oftentimes tell our women, you know, not only do these circumstances and situation make you build you, it also reveals you. And so, um, you know, this is revealing some things that we may have covered up in the past, you know, we're lying naked, if you will, at this point, as a result of what we've been through. And so you get to see yourself up close and personal, and you get to realize I'm broken in this area, you know, whereas I was able to busy myself previously, I can't do that now. So I have to live with me, I have to realize what is really going on with me, this relationship that I'm in, how is it serving me? Is it serving me? Um, You know, so things are being revealed pertinent to individuals and their relationships that um, they're having to face that they never had to face before that they were able to hide from. And so with that, you're starting to uncover some things in the way of dysfunction. We use that terminology oftentimes in our our curriculum. Um, You're starting to see some things and deal with some things that we have not had to previously. And it's challenging. I want to to um, explore a couple of points that you that you made, and one of them is this pandemic has um, forced, if you will, so many of us to to take a look at ourselves, to hold up a mirror and really see ourselves. And in doing that, um, how do you um, advise women to? whether it's coming to GPS life skills or whether it's doing something to not only face it, but to learn how to seek help that would restore them, um, that would bring them through and to a place where they are more whole and healthy. What would you, how would you advise them to, to do that? Um, Personally, Jennifer, I think you said it, you know, seek help, seek support. Um, be real with yourself, you know, acknowledge where you are, you know, and don't be afraid, you know, to, to come to that realization of I'm lonely, I'm sad, you know, and seek help, um, you know, be it through other sisters, um, through professionals, you know, get what you need to mend that broken place. And, um, you know, certainly, you know, our personal development program is geared to that, you know, in terms of helping you to reveal who you are, what you're dealing with, um, areas where you may be broken, and how to resolve those issues. Yeah. And um, I'd like to add to that. um, One of the ways I look at it, too, is that we're always growing. I don't think any of us have arrived and have, you know, accomplished totally 
uh, or, you know, have become the ultimate of our best selves. Every day is a growing experience and a learning experience. And, um, you know, when I, whether I'm teaching the GPS um, life skills curriculum or uh, going through, through it with Renee, just um, updating our information and honing it and making it better and better, I just gleaned so much from it and it, it just um, helps me. Um, it, it helps me too. And, and I helped to write it, you know, yes. um, uh, but it's, it, it just, we just have, it's, it's just chock full of activities and information that helps you to um, put the perspective on you to look at yourself, you know, what, it, what, it, how can I improve in, in this area? What am I doing that um, I, I need to um, revise or hone or, you know, just, just do something differently. I, every single time I go through it, even, you know, when I'm teaching it, I just glean so much from it. And it just, I just want to be a better person because of it and implement the tools, implement, you know, the resources um, uh, provided. Well, you both have really, um, I think, touched on something that's important to drive home. And that is we can all benefit. And I, I think I said that at the at the top of our um, time together today, today, I think we can all benefit from from what you offer. Um, all of us can can look at ourselves and and see that we are works in progress, that there is so much more that we can be so much more than we are today. And I think I want to um, take us in a little bit of a different direction, but still stay on course with something that Renee mentioned. When I was reviewing your curriculum, which is quite um, fascinating, by the way, I saw a term uh, in, in the curriculum, dysfunction. And uh, I think Renee mentioned it, and I, I, it, can, it can be a misunderstood term at times yeah. or a misused term at times. Tell us how your, um, the work that you do defines dysfunction and maybe take some of the mystery out of what, we, what you mean when, mm-hmm. when you say dysfunction. Yes, the, the term dysfunction oftentimes is taboo in our communities, um, just as sometimes mental health services, you know, seeking mental health services is taboo. But, you know, the way in which we think about dysfunction, we have to first consider functional. You know, an individual yes. is considered functional when they're able to effectively work toward realizing a goal, um, despite the fact that they may be experiencing stressors or hindrances or what have you. Um, a dysfunctional person simply is not able to do that. You know, so either the stresses or the hindrances break them down to the point where they're not able to move or to function. Um, Mm -hmm. They're stuck, so to speak. And so that is simply what dysfunction is, inability to to move forward, you know. And oftentimes we found ourselves stuck with regards to various areas of our lives. So you might not as a whole not be able to function. You might be able to function, you know, effectively at work. But when it comes to parenting, you're not able to function effectively. Or when it comes to a relationship, you're in a dysfunctional relationship. So we look at the various areas of our lives and say, okay, in this particular area, I have this goal. Am I able to effectively move towards that goal, despite whatever else might be going on, COVID-19, pandemic, or what have you? 
And in cases and areas where you're not, those areas are perceived to be dysfunctional. You know, you're not able to function relevant to that particular area. And so we help women to see what those areas are. And of course, if all, you know, if they look at all of the areas and consider themselves to, you know, to be dysfunctional as a whole, then, you know, I can say, the curriculum is there to help you to, to move from point A to point B, to acknowledge where you are first and foremost and realize, okay, this is where I want to be and to make steps. Take, you know, we, we oftentimes talk about moving, movement, activity, you know, take the necessary actions to get from point A to point B so that you're not, you know, considered to be stuck relevant to a particular area or as a whole. I think it's women we wear so many different hats and we are so many different things and we have to be so many different things um, in, in our lives that um, it becomes, um, sometimes it becomes a, a circumstance in which we, we place ourselves last on the list mm-hmm. and um, not recognizing that if we're not uh, uh, truly in a healthy place, whether that is physically, mentally, mm-hmm. or emotionally, that um, it it becomes more difficult not only for us to 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 do what we we can we can as we wear all these hats, but also um, to be our best selves and and that takes me into wanting to our listeners to hear more about uh, the GPS life skills um, curriculum. What is it, and how did uh-huh. you shape it? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I think you're spot on, especially as it pertains to us as women. You know, we take on a lot, you know, and um, we go through a lot. And as a result of, you know, traumatic life experiences, you know, problems with self-esteem, you know, um, we have lack of harmony between our feelings and our self-concept, how we view ourselves, you know, all of those things contribute to us being dysfunctional, if you will. And um, Lynette can tell you about all the various aspects of our curriculum exactly and how we um, are able to address those things because you're spot on. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And um, again, um, you mentioned it, Jennifer, you know, when you are flying and you're getting instructions um, regarding the flight and what have you, they tell you if anything happens and you're flying with a child or, uh, or a minor to put the mask on yourself first. Absolutely. And that's what, you know, we aim to do. Take care of, our, we have to take, as women, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to put the oxygen mask on ourselves first so that we can in turn be able to help others. And a lot of times, you know, we do neglect ourselves because we're so busy with, you know, family and children and, 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 you know, sometimes taking care of um, our parents, you know, who, who, who are elderly. Um, we take on a lot, but we have to remember to take care of ourselves. I, um, I'd love to go through. Um, briefly, the modules that are outlined in the in in the curriculum. Um, uh, for instance, modules one and two, we ask the question: Why am I or my clients not successful? And these modules are designed for uh, those leading themselves or a group through the course, and um, they're equipped with lesson plans exercises and strategies to help you or your client become unstuck 
And then um, module three is a journey in self-discovery where participants come to know that they are more than lips, hips, and fingertips. That's Uh, our mantra. And we absolutely love that. We are, we as women are more than lips, hips, and fingertips. And then module four is titled what's at the core. And there we discover our core values and learn to align those values with our behavior Module five is uniquely you, and there women will know that they are exceptional in their own right. And module six, and this one is is another exciting one that I really enjoy, the me that others see, and here we gain perspective about how others see us. And then the last module, module seven, is ready, set, goal, as in G-O-O-A-A-L, And that um, brings everything together that was taught in the course so that we can set smart goals. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, Thank you for that, Lynette. Thank you, Renee. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come right back with more. We're having a conversation about women, trauma, healing, and taking control of one's life in future with Renee Harrison and Lynette Samuel, founders and leaders of GPS Life Skills. Don't miss a minute of what they have to share with us about this important topic next. What they do is pretty amazing. We will be right back. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. And we're back with Renee Harrison and Lynette Samuel with GPS Life Skills. Ladies, thank you for for sticking with me. And um, I'd like to take this moment to, to move back into a little bit of a conversation about the curriculum. You mentioned, I heard two words that stood out to me personally, uh, being stuck and then moving towards that goal. Could you talk a little bit about how you help uh, women to to do just that? Yeah, um, oftentimes, you know, you work on skills, you know, external skills, things you could do differently, employability skills or what have you. Um, that are external to you, if you will. You become someone that is skilled at performing, so to speak. You know, you're skilled at performing effectively in an interview, for for example. With GPS, um, we are very intentional about working with women from the inside out. As you mentioned, a lot of what we go through as women, as people in general, you can become undone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Emotionally, you're undone. Do. You know, and either you know you're volatile, you're volatile. You know, emotionally because of what you're going through, or you just shut completely down. But bottom line, you're undone. And so we work with women on uh, putting them back together from the inside out. We have a proprietary methodology that we use called C Self C E E C E L F. And basically, it stands for C, Core Immersion Empowerment and Core Empowerment Life. 
And so basically, we try to empower women from the inside out to live their best life, to create their best life, um, to create the best version of themselves. You know, we we laugh oftentimes thinking about, you know, you have the social media version of yourself. And (laughs) a lot of us truly become the social media version of ourselves. You know, you put your best self out there and we want that to be real for you, you know, not just something that we post. And so with that, we work, like I say, with women from the inside out. Specifically, there are fundamental tenets that are integrated throughout our curriculum. And I'll just go through a couple of those. Um, Know thyself and believe in your capability to change. Know that choices beget consequences. Oftentimes, you know, people make various choices and they don't think, you know, on the front end, what are the potential consequences of this decision that I'm making? Uh, Explore your purpose. Why were you created? Why are you here? You know, not just going through the motions. Let's go all the way back. Why? why do I exist? You know, so delving into that a bit more. Oftentimes you don't ask yourself these very questions. You're right. You control your destiny. That's important. Understanding that you're not a victim of circumstances and situations. You control going from point A to point B, realizing goals. You know, there are external factors that impact that, but ultimately you get to control where you go, what you do, who you are. Uh, Forgive, it sets you free. Sometimes you got to let some stuff go, you know, and you got to forgive other people, you know, because, you know, you holding on to that guilt is only keeping you down, it's keeping you stuck. And so sometimes you got to let some stuff go. Um, one I like in particular, change your perspective, change your life. A lot of times how we view situations, circumstances ourselves has an impact on our ability or inability to move forward. And you just got to change your mindset sometimes. Look at things differently so that you're able to to move forward. Um, Your action determines your outcome. And we also like to say you're in action because some people think, okay, if I don't do anything, then, you know, (laughs) things will remain the same. No, if you don't pay your light bill, (laughs) your lights are going to get cut off. So, you know, sometimes inaction as well as action determines your outcome. And, um, you know, of course, we talk about small changes and realistic goals and um, practice being grateful, optimistic, and hopeful, again, perspective. And, you know, it's important to, to seek professional help as well. You know, if you need a therapist, if you need psychiatrists, you need meds, you know, do what's necessary to um, move forward and, and, and get unstuck. I love everything that you just went through, um, Renee, in terms of the curriculum. I think we can all see ourselves in, in some of the areas and behaviors that you just described, which is, again, why I think this conversation is so important and why I wanted to have you both uh, on to talk about it. I'd like to ask you to tell tell me what you think makes GPS life skills and what you are doing uh, brings it into its own space, its own uniqueness. I think it's the realness we as we mentioned in our in our story and by the way we had to um go to the landfill and and dig real deep to even remember some of 
you know, our prior history. And, uh, and we develop and um, develop this program from that standpoint, you know, because again, um, we've experienced these things ourselves and facilitators um, who have worked with us have experienced things and we let our audience know we get it. You know, we, we understand um, it's not just a, um, our curriculum is not just surface information or surface facts, but we dig deep. We, we, we dig deep and, um, and, and go through the process and, and, and look at ourselves and do the activities and the exercises that we, that are so revealing that are so revealing about ourselves. Um, You know, for a facilitator, um, the GPS curriculum, it's a one-stop resource. You um, really don't have to scour the internet for additional uh, worksheets or uh, information. It's all here Uh, for the persons using the the curriculum on their own. It's a comprehensive course of activities, um, fun, engaging activities activities, um, and it provides a roadmap for a journey of self-discovery and personal and personal growth. As Renee mentioned about the uh, C-Self methodology that's um, proprietary to us, um, it's it's unique in and of it, its own self. Um, but we've, we've walked the walk. We're not, this is not just from a, a, um, a classroom um, you know, sitting down in the classroom and, 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 and absorbing information, but we've walked right. this walk ourselves. And I think that's what, what, what strikes me. So um, um, has, has really struck me about you both that you are, are so willing to uh, talk about yourselves and to talk about yourselves in terms of, of your own experiences and, Something that you said really stood out to me, Lynette, and and actually Renee as well. But Lynette, you said something about going to the landfill. That's not a term that I've ever heard. And I'd like to um, spend just a a couple of seconds talking about that a bit more. If I'm I'm someone who is listening and um, I'm someone who is working with GPS life skills as a client, what does going to the landfill look like for me? Well, what what I am intending to um, uh, imply there is in looking back <laughs> on where we've come from, we had to go uh, to the landfill to where trash is dumped. Yes. To where garbage is stored, you know, in the landfill. And to even remember some of the things of our past, because that's where it is. It's just not a part of us anymore. And that's what doing the work has done. It's just brought us into a newness, a wellness, a wholeness. But yeah, I mean, when we put this together, it was like, wow, yeah, that used to be Uh me. Or wow, yeah, I did experience that but my point being is that it's so far removed um from us now exactly. and, and it's because exactly. of doing the work mm-hmm. but you know to, to let 
to the next point, it was essential that we go there to develop this work. You know, we oftentimes joke, like the young folks say, you know, we're not new to this, we're true to this. You know, we're passionate Mm -hmm. about this work. Mm -hmm. We're passionate Mm -hmm. about getting sisters delivered and healed and, you know, setting the captives free. This is our life's work. This is our mission. This is why we are here, why we were created and why we went through what we went through, probably, (laughs) you know, so that we would be able to, you know, relate. You know, I oftentimes say when I see you, I see myself. You know, and so going back there, you know, understanding how did we get from point A to point B? Like Lynette said, we had to go back to the landfill and, you know, figure out, okay, so you were there. How did you get delivered? How did you get healed? And put that, the, 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 um, as people said, a special sauce into this curriculum, mm-hmm. you know, so that others could be delivered. Others could be, you know, changed and transformed. It, 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 it took some work and it, it was difficult, you know, recalling some of that stuff in terms of who we were and what we went through, you know, but essential nonetheless, because people needed to understand that we could relate. And also we made it out. You can too. Mm-hmm. So I want to, to touch on something as we, as we get close to, um, to the end of our time together, but I want to touch on something that we, that we haven't um, talked about and that is uh, black women and um, the, the the sometimes unique uh, cards that life deals to black women and how black women have to rise to meet those those uh, challenges and and um, navigate through the cards that that are, are laid before them. Could you talk a little bit about um, about black women and and how you see them um, coming to you and how you see them um, navigating through the curriculum and through the work, really, the work that you have them to do and and what you see when they get to the other side of that. Um, that's that's a, um, a, a, a good question. And, um, you know, there is such a sisterhood among um, Black women, you know, Black females. It's just a, uh, a synergy that we, we have with each other and a camaraderie, just a fantastic sisterhood and, relate, and relationship um, that we have regarding the curriculum. One thing that I think about is the, the, the classes that we've uh, conducted and how some of these women just shared some of their own personal stories and some of them were horrific. And I don't think that they would have shared them otherwise, but Mm -hmm. being with us and formulating a camaraderie, you know, even if only being with them for the time of a workshop, a half day of a workshop, them, them sharing their, their, their stories with us. And then being enlightened after going through a couple of the modules, just being enlightened and the light bulb coming on and just things just clicking for them. But most, most importantly, and most of all, them knowing that, that first of all, that we care that we that we care about them that the information was 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 kept confidential and yeah. 
and that and then too you know them knowing that we've um walk through certain things and they can too. And we do this too through our facilitated workshops. Um, Renee can speak more to that, but I'm, I'm hoping that I'm honing in on your, your questions. Please feel free to dig a little deeper. No, I think, I think you are, you are spot on with what I was hoping that, hoping to glean from, from your response to that question. Um, I think that you know, as you talk about, as both you and Renee talk about seeing self and the the Black sisterhood and the synergies and digging deep, uh, there can be pain in digging deep. There can be um, there can be pain, but but there can also be revelation. Absolutely, and I think the revelation is is part of the road to the healing and the repair and the restoration. And I, I, I think that, that what you're doing to support the work of women to get there is just absolutely needed. And um, as we close, uh, I'd like for you both to perhaps, we've covered a lot of ground, but I'd like to, for you both to perhaps um, Tell our listeners something that is important and key for them to know that perhaps we didn't cover, or maybe perhaps you'd like to dig a little deeper and and speak on. And we'll start with uh, with you, Renee. I'd like to delve a little deeper as it pertains to the question pertinent to Black women and the sisterhood um, that Lynette mentioned. A lot of times, the sisterhood, the camaraderie. It's predicated upon common struggle. And so um, in our sessions, we're able to help women to understand you're not the only one that's going through what you're going through right now. And here are live examples of women that have gone through what you've gone through and have gotten to a different place. And so there's something, you know, that happens in the way of synergy and connectiveness um, that only happens with, or I shouldn't say only, but especially happens with African-American women. And um, we're able to, to really delve into that and take women from where they are to where they need to go for to support them in the going in the revealing process. And, um, you know, people are able to be transparent because they're of the sisterhood and mm-hmm. uh, the relatability that you both have mentioned. Um, so, that's very you know, true. yeah. Yeah. And I'd just like to um, just quickly share this. Uh, we were in a session one time and one woman shared and she was almost distraught. She said, I don't know what happened to me. I don't know what happened to me. And she shared, and as you know, some really terrible things that she had been through in her young life. And as a result of those things, where her life was now and what she was going through. And it was, it was difficult. It was hard. Mm. She said, this is not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to, you know, be here you know my my mom is um she she she's an educator you know my dad is 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 this you know my sister I don't I don't know what happened to me and then she began to share some very 
detailed things that happened to her in 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 her former years and in, in her younger life, and we were able to show her even even through no fault of her own, you know, um, she experienced these things and was suffering through um, uh, the result of of those things. But as you know, she knew that she was in a safe place, and she knew yes. that she could share those things and we were able to um to work with her and 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 bring her to a place of of moving you know through vulnerability and and through the process of being made well and being made whole the the brokenness that you uh that you just described i think inside of all of us and i'm not saying that all of us are broken but uh, inside all of us are our um, experiences that we have had um, as as children, as young people that have, you know, determined where we are today or maybe contributed to where we are or, or where we are not, what we have not, mm-hmm. um, um, where we've not been, what we have not achieved. Um, and I just really appreciate this hard work that you're doing. And I also applaud the work of the women that are in the, um, that are GPS life skills clients and the facilitators as well. I hold them up. Um, I just think that this is incredibly important and I would uh, love to have you uh, both back to, to talk about this, this important topic that uh, I think is ongoing in, in our world today, in our country, and among uh, among us all, and something else as as we close that I think is you you, you touched on uh, both of you touched on this, and that is, um, no matter where we are in our lives um, as women and as Black women, um, whether you are, are someone who uh, you know is, is accomplished. Um, someone who's well-educated or someone who is not, those commonalities, those common threads that we all share, uh, I think it's worth discussing and recognizing and thinking about them as, as um, you know, we navigate through the, the journeys, uh, mm-hmm. as we navigate through our lives, and as we try to, um, you know, help uh, each other. So I just think uh, I really think this has been a very uh, important conversation. Is there anything that you would like to to add before we before we close? Yeah, yeah. I think oftentimes Lynette and I will complete each other. <laughs> uh, the sign of great minds. <laughs> something I don't know about that. But, you know, uh, we wanted to just mention if if any of what we said has resonated with the women you know that are listening. We want to encourage them to get involved, you know, to start their own journey. Um, And uh, with that, we're offering some facilitated sessions starting in January. So you can go to our website, which is gpslifeskills.com and sign up, you know, for the course that we're offering in January. It's going to be a 12-week course. And um, basically, we'll, you know, come alongside you and walk it out. You know, you, you know, we'll acknowledge where we're stuck and where we want to go. And like I say, partner together with us, with other facilitators, with other women and get to a place of health and healing and wholeness. 
in the midst of the pandemic. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you both. Uh, I am so glad that we had this conversation. I thank you so much for the, uh, the time that we've spent together. As I mentioned, I would love to have you back and uh, continue the conversation. So again, great, uh, great conversation today. Lynette Samuel and Renee Harrison, founders and leaders of GPS Life Skills. Thank you. And thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for having us. And thank you for the work that you're doing. Yes. It's all right. Very much, very much appreciate you saying that. Yes. It's very intentional and so much needed. Thank you. Thank you very much. So if you've been enjoying the conversation, subscribe to the show at www.uptomeradio.com and not just subscribe to us. We also have some great things to offer you, uh, free giveaways, contests, show information, announcements. Our podcast can be heard from the Up To Me Radio website or from any of your favorite free podcast apps. Stay connected with us. Like us, follow us on Facebook at Up To Me Radio, Instagram at Up To Me Radio, and on Twitter at Up To Me Radio. Thank you for joining me today. <laughs>